Hey everybody, Matt Aguido here. Welcome to The Health Couch. And today we have Anna Zwain, co-owner of A to Z Fit here in Charlotte, and she's also my neighbor. Hey, Anna. Hi, Matt. <laughs> hey, thanks for doing this. Uh, I think it's awesome to have you on the couch, like on The Thank Health you. Couch. Uh, you and I have talked about kind of my journey for a while. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I thought was really cool is hearing about your journey. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it'd be great to have you come in and help, help us, help me understand as a, as a man and a husband and a father, what it's like to deal with a working mom. Oh. Uh, so yeah, so tell me a little bit about your story. I already kind of know it, but yeah. we got people at home that don't. Yeah, so I um, have always loved health and fitness. Uh -huh. I was very athletic. I was very lucky with my athletic ability. And I loved exercising and I loved leading teams. My coaches put me in charge of leading warm-ups and leading exercises and leading drills, and I loved it. So I went into physical, physical education and health, mm -hmm. and then I taught for a little bit. I got a master's in exercise physiology, and then uh, throughout those years, I've worked at many gyms, and I've just dedicated my, my passion, my learning, and my career to working in the health and fitness industry. Got it. That's awesome. And so when, you know, of course, you, like you said, you had a history there and the passion for it. But when, when did, like, when you became a mom, right, mm -hmm. how did all of that change for you at that point? You know, now you, you, you had this drive, you got the degree. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know it was a master's. That's cool to know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what was it like when you became a mom, wife, mom, the, that, that whole thing? Yeah. Was like? It uh, was an experience that no one can ever prepare you for. Mm -hmm. So I was in grad school, and I had big plans to go on to a PhD. Mm -hmm. Well, I got pregnant in grad school, and it definitely was, that was hard. Because it wasn't, it wasn't quite what I was planning on, oh. but what a gift it was. So I just figured I was going to be a working woman, career, work really hard, long hours. I wanted to work with the biggest and the baddest that there was. Well, I decided to be a stay-at-home mom instead, mm -hmm. and... I wanted to try that journey. And along that journey, I found myself being kind of lonely and I felt isolated. And naturally, I am a social person. I love being in groups of people. So I found myself needing companionship. So that's when I joined a gym and I was able to find a really great group of friends that we're still friends today, even so many years later. But, uh, but it's interesting because even though I was a fitness professional, uh -huh. I could not lose the baby weight. And that was very depressing for me because I felt like as a fitness professional, I had to look a certain way. I had to be a certain weight. I had to be a certain body fat. And I couldn't. I could not get the body weight off or the baby weight off. I felt like it was, it was just so depressing. I just, it's hard to explain, but I know a lot of women out there can understand it. Right. I had a, this body image dysmorphia. I yeah. couldn't, it just, it's crazy because I, I think to even hear you say that it, it's kind of mind-boggling because you're like you're just like this little like ball of energy right and 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 to me it's like you've always been because i've known you for a couple of years now it's like you've always just been you know just like and always in shape ready to go but obviously everyone has a story yeah right, and a history there and so bearing that in mind like when you were trying to deal with that and then also getting ready to start this this business and then balancing mm -hmm. that with being at home because you were a stay at home at first and I then was. you're going to start the business uh, how, how has that kind of, that transition has been for you overall? You know, just, you, you know, starting a business, mm -hmm. 
you know, being a mom, having to deal with that, and then also what happened at the time when you were dealing with the, 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 the baby weight, I guess you Yeah. Say, you know. Well, so I'll go back to the baby weight. I, it wasn't until after my having my second child that I got the baby weight off. So, okay. And that was because I focused on whole foods. Okay. So once I focused on whole foods, I was able to get back into better shape. Uh, the body dysmorphia is always still going to be a thing. I, I feel many women, most women I know, suffer from it where they just don't feel like they look right. good enough. Uh-huh. And that's something that I deal with and most women deal with. But um, along the years, I've been able to educate myself and give myself some cues to be able to snap out of it. Okay. So going into becoming a working mom, that was a really big transition. I, because then I had to find childcare for my children, okay. and that was yeah. heartbreaking because I yeah. thought I need to be at home, I should be at home. But when really I was ready to try a new journey, and I had to tell myself that was okay. I had to give myself permission to go to work. Wow. Yeah. Give yourself permission to go to work. Yes, because I felt like I need to be a stay-at-home mom because I felt like I'd be judged if I went to work. So I did. My children, uh, my son was in elementary school. My daughter went to child care, and I worked, and it was fine. It was great. I felt like I got a piece of myself back because I felt like I was able to live my passion again. I went back into education. I was able to bring more finances to the house, gotcha. and that felt good. Right. I just felt I felt like uh, it, it was a good decision for me. So going from education, I decided to start my own business. Mm-hmm. And along with my health coach, we decided to go into a business together and create it from the ground up. And at the very beginning, it for the first six months, the business – Working could have went 24 hours. I could have worked for 24 hours a day because there's just that much to do when starting your own business. Uh, It wasn't a good balance because I was working a lot trying to create this product from the ground up. So my kids were in school during that time. And so from 8 o'clock in the morning until 3.30, while they were in school, I was able to dedicate a lot of time to to the business and growing it and creating it. So once I got home from school at 3.30, I would spend time from them, and we would do our nightly routines. And then sometimes I would go back to work, or sometimes I would just go to bed because I was exhausted. But while they were in school, I was able to dedicate most of my day to the business. Well, for six months, I went like that until summer came, and now the kids are at home, and we launched our brand-new program. And so the balance was shifted. I no longer could work from 8 until Mm 3.30. My new day, because of the new program, was 5 a.m. until 1. So what am I going to do with these kids that are at home all day? What do I do with them? How do I make sure they're being fed and they're not fighting and that they're playing and and that they're growing? So I had to find a whole new balance. And that balance is my husband is able to help out. That's good. Yes. And when he goes to work, I check in on the kids when I can. After 1 o'clock, when I'm done working, because remember, 5 to 1 is my 8-hour day. Right. It's 8 hours. I'm done. I did it. I did it. But the work is still there because when you have your own business and the work never ends. Right. So from 1 o'clock on, I try to spend a big chunk of time with the kids. Uh And then once I feel like we've gotten some really great quality time, it's usually about two to three hours, Mm -hmm. I'll go back into the office and then I'll finish up on emails, I'll finish writing, I'll finish texting, I'll finish social media, I'll finish marketing. Um, But the balance isn't always like that every day, but I do try to make it like that on most days. So speaking of balance, right, I mean, it's 
you've obviously gotten to a point where you can you've you figured out what that balance looks yes, like. Yes, it took some time. So mm -hmm. what were some things for you, especially from the kids' perspective? What were mm -hmm. the things that came up from from the two from the two children of yours that were like that just told you like, okay, I really need to get this into check. Yeah. You know, like what yeah. was that? Yeah. So for a while the I would say, I have to get this done, kids. I'm sorry, I have to get this done. I'll be with you in just a little bit. I just have to get this done. But the changing point for me was when my daughter would come into the office and she'd say, Mom, I know you're busy, but when you're done, can you come play this game with me? Mm -hmm. She loves playing this game called Spot It. And I'll say, yes, in five minutes, I'm going to set my timer, and in five minutes, I'm going to come play Spot It with you. Well, the timer goes off. I turn it off. I have to finish this one thing. And 15 minutes later, she comes in and wow. says, "Wow, Mom, remember you said you're going to play spot with me. And that's when I think, oh, no, Anna, you're going to have to, you have got to shut it down. It's you know, time for the kids. You know what's interesting about that? It's like I think as a husband and a working dad, and I've been working out of the home for a while now, like, I think about that from my perspective, mm -hmm. but sometimes I forget that, you know, a mom, a working mom, especially because, you know, my wife, she works from, she, she, she stays at home, mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, I, I forget that working moms have the same level of convictions around spending time with their kids yeah. and, and wanting to be there for them, but then you have the, the extra layer of that natural nurturing mm -hmm. capability that, that you all have that us, I mean, dads have that, but it's just different for a mom. Yeah. And so it, I'm assuming some guilt came with that to yes. some degree. Yes, so much. Really? So much guilt. Oh, yeah. I, I get teary just thinking about, because not just her, but my son comes in too, and he'll come in the office and he'll just sit on the chair and say, he's interested. He likes the idea of technology and he's interested in what I'm doing, but mm. he'll spin in his chair because he just wants to spend time with me. Yeah. And uh, my husband is very good at saying, you need to be done with work for tonight. Mm, and I'll listen good. to him. And when my kids come in and say, will you please play with me? I make it a point to say, this is this is important. I need to go be with them. So, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a pillow here because I'm like almost trying to get protection. Uh -oh. right? But like, talk to me <laughs> as if I'm like a husband <laughs> and and you're speaking for all the women out there, the working women. Working women? The working women. Okay. And you're like, what is the, the thing, what are the things we need to know as husbands, mm -hmm. even if we're working husbands or stay-at-home husbands, okay. whatever, whatever way you want to look at it, that we need to know that we need to be more sensitive of towards our wives our partners, et cetera, as working, as working moms. Cause I mean, you just, you just brought up something about how okay. your husband is helpful, but not yes. everybody has that same scenario. No. And I'm going to even admit here on to the world that I've never been always perfect at it. Right. And so what, what is it? I'm going to, I want to, I want to, you know, shield it. But. So you're asking what can a husband do to help a working mom? That is correct. Well, I will tell you a piece of advice that my mom gave me. She gave, she gave my husband this advice before we got married. She said, do not sit down until your wife sits down. Wow. Okay? So imagine. Wow. Imagine this. Imagine I'm working all day, and you're working all day, and we've had it. We're both tired because we both had long days. Mm -hmm. Imagine that I am, I come home, I'm I'm um, wiping tears, I'm changing diapers, I'm cleaning the toilets, I'm doing laundry, and I've worked a full day, but it ha this stuff has to be done. Yeah. And you come home and you go, man, I've had a long day. And you go like this, and you prop your feet up, and you turn on the TV. And, and even though I've worked a long day, I'm still doing all the house stuff and all the kids stuff. Imagine what that would make me feel, how I would feel. I'd feel animal 
for me personally, I feel animosity, frustration, anger, uh, and those are just a few of the nicer words, wow. right? And, I, and I'm, I'm assuming so, there are women out there right now that feel that way. I would, I would think so. I, there are, there, yes, Man. but that could be vice versa, though. So it can be, but I'm just saying, I'm, I, I'm speaking to the guys, you know, as, as a guy here, you know, and and you're right, it can be vice versa. I think, I'm sure you're going to touch yes. that, but it's important for us to be sensitive to those things too. I think uh, something that you can ask each other is. As, as husband and wife or as partners, you can say, how can I help you today? Mm -hmm. What can I do to help you? This is something my husband asks me almost every single day. He says, how can I help you? If he, especially if he knows I've had a rough day, what can I do to make your day better or easier? And I say, actually, if you could vacuum, and he's sure, he goes. If you can feed the kids, sure, he does it. I'm lucky because that's the relationship that we have. And I'm I'm aware that not all relationships can do that. Right. But I think you hit on something. You're right. Not all relationships can do that. But I think even though this is not a targeted conversation towards marriages, right? It, it's so critical, even the way you just said that, how important it is the relationship between the husband and wife and the partners has to be, even if it's just communicatively and, and sensitively, right? Yeah. About the household. So that way yeah. you, can, you can be there for each other because it's teamwork. Yeah. You both live there, right? It's exactly I mean, right. It's, it's not like you know, it's not like that responsibility only the, falls on one person. No, uh, and but each each person usually has their own tasks, yeah. and I get that. You might want to do the yard work, and you know, your wife might want to do the inside stuff. I get that. We each have our own role, but wouldn't it be great if one day while you were doing your yard work? that your wife came out and said, how can I help you with yard work? Because then you get it done twice as fast. And then you guys get more time to spend with each other. Wow, that's a really good right? point. And same with the dishes. Let's say it's your wife's job for the dishes. What if you What if you just went up and you said, and you just started doing the dishes with her and you get it done twice as fast? It's helpful. Wow, I mean, I think that's, it, I'm pausing because it's just, I think for me, uh, even though I'm a working husband and my mm -hmm. wife stays at home, I, I have to continue to be even sensitive towards that and get better. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of guy that, and my wife, uh, well, hopefully would back me up on this. If not, I'm sure she can put a comment under the video and say, <laughs> no, he's not, and I don't mind. But, you know, I'm pretty sensitive to say, like, hey, you know, what, what do you need help with or uh -huh. whatever. But I think, I think knowing that that communication and that teamwork is mutual, yes. I think, yeah. in the marriage is going to be helpful for that working mom to be able to like breathe, right? Mm -hmm. Almost like a woosah, right? Because you already have enough pressure of the world on you. And there's, in your case, there's enough. You're 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 an owner of a business. Yes, and that's a have, lot of pressure. And you're you're serving people. Yes, yes. You know? um, that's yes. exactly right. It's got to be. So with that, with owning your own business and starting it from the ground up, and trying to provide a really great product, there is so much more out there that I ha that needs to be done. And I've got to have help with it. And if I don't have help, I'm going to fall apart. And that's going to reflect on my business. Nobody wants that. So I, I'm just really lucky to have my husband that's very willing to split all these chores with me. Yeah, <laughs> it's just too much yeah, without his help. That's awesome. I, I, think, yeah. I think on that note, I think we one of the, the, the largest takeaways, several takeaways I've had from this is just making sure that, that you know, Number one, that we understand the position that you're in 
as an individual, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it's a lot on a husband, but like, like, you know, focus on a husband, not a lot, but focus on as an individual, like, these are the things that my wife are doing. She's working, Mm -hmm. she's, she's thinking about the household, she's carrying all of this, all of this weight in her mind. And when, when we have an understanding of that as a team, right, not necessarily just, you know, in it, but we know it, then Mm -hmm. being sensitive towards that can help that working mom, right? That, that, that person who, who's still dealing with the weight of the world and dealing with the weight of responsibility at home, yeah. we can come back in and say, okay, or we can come in and say, okay, all right, what's up? What do you need? And yes. even, even if I'm tired yeah. in the day. It doesn't not, matter it if doesn't you're tired. Matter. It doesn't matter if <laughs> Because tired. everybody's tired. Everybody's tired. <laughs> Hi guys, Anna Zwayne here, co-owner of A to Z Fit. Here are four tips that I want to share with you. Tip number one, set working hours and stick with them. If your job is done at five o'clock, Get everything wrapped up before five o'clock and leave. Set working hours and stick with them. Tip number two, prioritize your work. Some work is going to be urgent, some will be important, and some will be neither. Get your urgent work finished. Finish your important work. If it's neither urgent nor important, it can wait until the next day. Also, avoid distractions. You can turn off your watch so you're not getting text messages or emails. You can put away your phone so you're not tempted by social media. When you're working, you're working. And you can get a lot more done when you're not distracted. Tip number three, work with your strengths and outsource the rest. Spend your working hours doing things that you are strong in. If you are not good at social media or marketing, you can outsource that to your coworkers or to friends and family they'll be willing to help. And tip number four, you've gotta make some personal time for yourself. Take 30 minutes or an hour and make that time just about you. Do something that you enjoy. Do something to help you take your mind off all the stress that you've encountered throughout the week. I know that these tips might seem easier said than done. I understand. But I also know that without finding a balance between working and your home life, life becomes very stressful. So you don't have to be perfect at all of this, but just do your best. Find a tip you think is gonna work for you and stick with it. Thanks for listening.